the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. News. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. In Uganda, authorities have recovered the bodies of more than 40 people after suspected rebels attacked a secondary school, and it all happened near the border with nearby Congo. We get the details from correspondent Karen Chamis in this report. The victims, most of whom were students, were burnt, shot, or hacked to death at Lubiriha Secondary School in the Ugandan border town of Mapondwe. The attackers came at night and set fire to a dormitory, shooting and hacking others with machetes. The Ugandan military has said that at least six people were abducted by the rebels, who fled across the porous border into Congo after the raid. Ugandan authorities blamed the raid on the Allied Democratic Forces, an extremist group that has been launching attacks for years from its bases in volatile eastern Congo. I'm Karen Chamas. More on these stories at srnews.com. Brandon Tatum believes it is up to us. Donald Trump can be in office all he wants. Now, I prefer him to be in office over Joe Biden any day of the week. You can blab all you want about this policy or this policy or this politician or that politician, but the people have to be changed. The people are going to have to have good character and, and go out in the world and do well. One man can't change the world. The Officer Tatum Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Inside your 1 o'clock hour here on AM 1280 The Patriot. That means you're moments away from the Northern Alliance Radio Network. But first, a quick look at your weather forecast. Today's high, mid-80s, partly sunny skies for the afternoon. Tonight's low reaching 65 with some expected rain throughout your late evening and early overnight hours. Sunday, high around 78 degrees, mostly cloudy skies. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. Stay tuned, Northern Alliance Radio Network coming up. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again, the show that's saying, bring us your tiled, tired huddle masses yearning to see red. No, this isn't Mitch Berg. This is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for the headliner. Mitch Berg on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Good to be with you as always. Uh, for those of you hoping to hear Mitch, fear not. Mitch will still be on the airwaves this week, and he'll be filling in for me tomorrow on my regularly scheduled broadcast, The Closer. Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. Mitch, again, away on assignment. Uh, I think he's promoted his uh, Elephant in the Room gig that they're, uh, they're having going on in Golden Valley. I'll get the particulars later on in the broadcast. I'll definitely uh, give him a shout-out in his band, a shout-out later on. But good to be with you. And, hey, here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And don't forget, we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where Gary from War Road has already checked in. Gary saying hello. Well, Gary, hi back. Thank you, as always, for uh, tuning uh, tuning us in. And uh, we hope you're having a wonderful Father's Day weekend. Yeah, it's Father's Day tomorrow. Uh, hopefully you dads are celebrated properly. And for those of you whose dads are still with you, as my dad is, hopefully you at least reach out to him, give him a call, tell them that you're thinking about him. I Usually, my dad lives in California. I usually give him a call at least once a month just to check in, see how he's doing. Uh, he will be uh, 79 on Monday. So, uh, you know, I don't consider that old anymore, but uh, the years tick by. That is for certain. So I'll definitely be giving him a shout uh, tomorrow on Father's Day. And, of course, the following day is his birthday. So <laughs> it'll be a dual uh, happy Father's Day, happy birthday to my dad. 
who probably doesn't listen to this show because uh, both he and my mom uh, don't don't agree with my politics. So, <laughs> so it's fine. I get it. Uh, so he probably won't hear my shout out on the show. So I'll have to give him a call tomorrow. I will definitely do that. But yeah, this first hour, I want to, I don't know, kind of go with a uh, a Father's Day theme. You know. I've talked a little bit about my debut on Twin Cities Radio. It actually took place, ironically enough, on Father's Day back in 2005, back when uh, the talk station, uh, AM 1500, was the the home of uh, Rush Limbaugh. And I listened to the talk station regularly, local programming. Of course, Garage Logic was a staple there for more than two decades and I was a fan of the show, and they had this thing where, uh, you know, if a couple of, if you think you can do a radio show on a Sunday, uh, what was the time, like from 2 to 4, you know, hey, send us a demo, and uh, we'll have you let you have a couple hours of airtime. And a good friend of mine and I, uh, Greg, uh, he and I got a chance to do two hours on AM 1500, and it was on Father's Day. And we figure, okay, <clears throat> you know, let's talk about the uh, the tradition that is this holiday. And there was, in, in in doing my research, now again, this was back in 2005. In doing my research, I came across a study that took place, or kind of a, maybe not so much a study as it was an anecdote, of a federal prison chaplain. He decided to improve morale among the inmates. So he approached a greeting card company and asked for a donation of Mother's Day cards. I think it was about around 500 of them, essentially one for each inmate. And, of course, the greeting card company agreed to do this. You know, it doesn't hurt to have little public relations as well, as well as being a very noble cause. So each inmate took their Mother's Day cards and, you know, and sent them to their mother and... Uh, it was noticed that morale among the inmates immediately picked up that they got got to do this. So they decided, well, why don't you know Father's Day is the next month? Why don't we do the same thing for Father's Day? And the one th- aspect of this story that always stood out to me is that the greeting card company, as they donated 500 Mother's Day cards, they also donated 500 Father's Day cards. Not one single inmate took advantage of a Father's Day card. Now, you think about that for a second. Uh, And it may, you know, again, no disrespect to the mothers, single mothers. They have an incredibly hard job. I was raised by a single mother, okay? My mom and dad divorced when I was three years old, and I had a younger brother who was two years younger than me. So when when I was three and my younger brother was one, my mom was thrust into the world of single parenthood, okay? So I, I, I have the utmost respect and admiration for single mothers. But when they have to do it all, the role of both parents, it's incredibly challenging. So not so coincidentally, at least this was the number back then, 70% of all prison and reform school inmates come from fatherless homes. So if you have a dad that's still with you, or even better, you had a dad that, that helped raise you. Now, even though my dad was not instrumental in raising me, Okay, he's he is my dad, and at the very basics of it, I'm here because of him. I mean, okay, that's 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 an obvious statement. And you know, we've we've had our issues over the years, and um, and we've had our our um, our times where we weren't speaking to each other. But thankfully, you know, as we both got older, and we mended fences, and 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 we're cordial now. I mean, there's there's still topics that we could broach that would be very divisive. So we just know better to avoid those topics is all. Okay. And, and if ever one of us is ready to have a good conversation, let's hope that the other one is as well. But my point in bringing all of this up is that you can see how difficult it is for a single parent to run a household as opposed to the you know to tra- traditional nuclear family. I mean, you think about old school television. I mean, I I wasn't. I mean, Leave It to Beaver was on in, from the late fifties into early sixties. You know, with Ward and June Cleaver raising their boys, uh, Wally and Theodore. 
And, you know, Theodore nicknamed the Beaver, hence the show Leave to Beaver. And, you know, what a traditional family that was and how important the father's role was there. I mean, the traditional roles back then was dad went to work all day, mom made it, made a home, and when dad came home, took off a suit coat, put on his sweater, you know, enjoyed a nice dinner conversation around the, around the dinner table about each other's days, and that's how you kind of kept a finger on the pulse. And then, of course, on weekends was family time, you know, and, you know, the Sunday was the day of rest. You go to church, whatever that, I mean, that was the traditional nuclear family. Now, I get it. Not everyone grew up with a picturesque 1950s family, okay? And, and, and that's what kind of bothers me when people kind of reminisce, you know, oh, I love the America I grew up in in the 1950s. Well, okay, you you had the beneficiary of that, but you know what? That wasn't exactly a great time in our American history. I mean, uh, segregation was still very much a real thing, particularly government-mandated government segregation. Okay, so you can reminisce about what a great time that was, but it wasn't exactly a, a picturesque time in America for everybody. Yeah, it's a bit of a digression, I understand that, but my point is is that it's amazing how, like, the depiction of, of fathers has changed throughout the years. I mean, you move forward, you go into the to the 1970s and the Brady Bunch. You know, Mike Brady was the architect and made enough money to, to you know, pay a ho- for a housekeeper to help mom at home with the six kids and, and all that stuff. And then it eventually evolved into dads kind of being the foil for all of the family's jokes and kind of this bumbling, buffoonish-type character. I mean, I one of my favorite shows, uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. I mean, Ray Barone, he was this successful sports writer. His wife was able to stay home for the three kids, but she was able to make the family uh, work in spite of him, not not necessarily because of him, and it's how fathers are depicted. Now, I'm not blaming entertainment or Hollywood for... Uh, broken homes and saying, well, you know, if, if these television shows and movies would depict fathers in more of a dignified manner, perhaps they would get the respect they deserve at home. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. Okay. But facts are facts. Times are, are much different now. You know, as we got into the seventies and eighties, you know, more women decided to take advantage of the opportunities that were afforded them and could work outside the home. And, you know, um, maybe make their economic situation that much more solid. But, you know, at times, you know, as that kind of transition period was taking place, you know, the kids having mom at home, say, through third or fourth grade, and all of a sudden mom decides to go out in the working world, you know, didn't have the same life. And again, not saying women working was a bad thing. It wasn't at all. But really, situations are so unique today that you know there and it's been more and more it's more and more evolved where guess what there are stay-at-home dads now where dads can stay at home because mom has the more successful career okay and and that's and that's perfectly fine too but the point is is that how are we honoring dads today when we think of fathers we don't think of ward cleaver or mike brady anymore we 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 think of the bumbling stumbling fools a lot on on television, and I don't know that that's necessarily a good thing. And you know, now we're in a time where people are not confident in their ability to raise kids because they see all of the things that kids are enduring today and the societal pressures that they're under. I mean, I grew up in the '80s, and I remember, boy, kids today—they don't—they have it a lot worse than when I was a kid in the '50s or '60s. You know, I had, we had our parents telling us that. And now me, as a, as a kid of the 80s, I, I find myself in that position, in the adult position, obviously, where I say, my God, what these kids are going through today and the, and the barraging of, of the content on social media and how it's fomented insecurities. And, you know, why is it that they don't feel their parents could be there for them? And, you know, what kind of roles are dad is, dad's taking? I, I, I have a feeling if dads were taking a more proactive role in this, that the kids may not be feel as though they need to go to social media to be to have their insecurities uh, validated. You know? So it's it's interesting to me how this 
how this holiday has has evolved. You know, whereas back in the day, you may have got your dad a nice tie for for Father's Day, and now you know formal wear is is pretty rare. I mean, nobody wears a suit and tie to the office anymore, unless you know maybe you're an attorney or something. And even then, if you don't see clients, you may not wear a tie. You know, I mean, I first got in the working world in the early '90s, and I had to wear a, a, a nice shirt, slacks, and a tie every day. And that, those days are long gone. So what 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 are kids doing now for their fathers if they're even commemorating this holiday at all? You know, and of course we li- we really live in a in a different society where they don't want to where some portions of society don't want to acknowledge Mother's Day and Father's Day because it's obviously specific to gender, right? Because we've got all of these this gender ideology that's trying to to take over and be the dominant narrative. So I just thought that it was interesting and, you know, kind of a timely message that we want to talk about uh, Father's Day. Our next guest coming up in the next segment, uh, Coach Bill Courtney, uh, he was a subject of a 2011 documentary entitled Undefeated where he, uh, having gone through uh, a broken home himself, his father not being in the home, could have an impact on inner city kids at a Memphis high school. And even though you know he's a white man and obviously these kids were African-American kids, he found a common bond that transcended racial lines, and that is rampant fatherlessness. So as much as we like to ding certain segments of society as the reason that they're suffering is because rampant fatherlessness, well, it's not specific to one race. I mean, yeah, there are some races where it's more pervasive than others, certainly, but uh, Bill Courtney proved how you can reach these kids on a human level, and I'm looking forward to chatting with him starting this next segment. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And we do have a live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. If you'd like to watch the broadcast, feel free to go there. Leave a comment or question there as well. Brad Carlson on the headliner edition of the Narn, filling in for the headliner himself, Mitch Berg. Go nowhere. From South St. Paul to Southeast Asia. And little Canada to regular-sized Canada. We're where you are. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Be advised, Master Pool and Spa is having a special Father's Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised, Master Pool and Spa is having a special Father's Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised, Master Pool and Spa is having a special Father's Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub tub and swim spa outlet our factories have demanded we sell 100 hot tubs and swim spas this week huge factory incentives factory rebates we can remove your old hot tub free delivery of your new hot tub hot tubs starting at two thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars free delivery just relax and enjoy 394 in louisiana st louis park look for the big blue sign master pool and spa sale ends this sunday 952-253-0665 952-253-0665 952-253-0665 How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby, inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kloharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-life across America, the billboard people. 
I'm Scott from the History Unplugged podcast. History can be a bit of a tongue twister with its weird sounding names of people, places, and things, but it really isn't that confusing. History is the story of who we are and how we comport ourselves while soaring to victory in battles over forts, seaports, and cities that fortunately thwarted the schemes of villains and their blood sports, like the 1415 Battle of Agincourt. It's about legal battles in courts, about the contortion of torts over the retorts of consorts that turned into kangaroo courts. I exhort you to listen to History Unplugged on the podcast player of your choice, and you can listen to it while wearing shirts, shorts, skirts, skorts, or jean jorts. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit makemeafirefighter.org. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg on today's broadcast. But fear not, Mitch will be in for me tomorrow on my regularly scheduled broadcast, 1 to 3 p.m. But uh, so glad you can join us on this Father's Day weekend. And our next guest, I think, uh, can probably provide a rather timely message for this Father's Day weekend. Some of you may have heard the name uh, Bill Courtney bef- uh, before. He is a uh, was a volunteer football coach at Manassas High School in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, their story was featured on the Oscar-winning documentary entitled Undefeated. That came out around 2011. Definitely, definitely check it out on any of the streaming platforms you have. I'm sure you could find it out there. Uh, Bill was, uh, made an impact on a lot of these young men who were enduring a similar plight that he went through as a youth, and that was not having a father readily uh, available to him in the home. So we'll talk about that background and talk about a new endeavor uh, Bill is taking on, including a new podcast entitled An Army of Normal Folks. Definitely check out that website, uh, normalfolks.us. Again, we'll talk to Bill uh, about that endeavor. So with that in mind, we'd like to welcome to the broadcast Coach Bill Courtney. Uh, Coach, good to have you on the show today, sir. How are you? Thanks for having me. How are you? I am doing very well. Thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, As I alluded to, uh, Coach Courtney, uh, Father's Day weekend. Uh, like I said, we definitely want to get into a lot of the endeavors you're taking on, worthwhile endeavors that I think can uh, inspire a lot of regular folks, which obviously is the goal. But uh, let's go back to your uh, experience and the opportunity you had to uh, be a football coach and kind of relate to these players on the level of not having a father readily available uh, in the home, Bill Courtney. First, um, I guess I'll ask up front, how did this opportunity came about? Was it just something where your business was nearby and you saw these kids uh, suffering this plight? Uh, maybe kind of walk us through, uh, I guess, the beginning, Bill Courtney. Well, um, grew up in Memphis, born and raised in Memphis. Memphis guy, went to Ole Miss, came back to Memphis. But my father uh, and mom were divorced when I was four, mm. and I had n- no just no relationship with him. In fact, he actually died four or five months ago. And my father's third husband's son is who notified me. I didn't have anything to do with it. And then subsequently was, uh, you know, my mom was married, divorced five times. My fourth daddy shot at me down a hallway with a 38 caliber pistol. I had to dive out a window to save myself. And that's kind of been my, you know, when I came up, that was my upbringing. Um, the good men in my life were my football coaches. And so when I graduated from Ole Miss, uh, that's what I wanted to be, was a football coach. And so that's what I did for a living. Got married, had kids, $17,000 a year with no insurance, wasn't getting it. Got into the private world, but um, still continued to coach. In the state of Tennessee, you can take some accreditation and be what's called a non-faculty certified coach. So I coached ever since college up through today. And when I started my business in North Memphis, um, obviously starting a business takes some time. Manassas High School was about a half a mile away from where my business was. And they asked me if I wanted to come over and coach. So the way it it happened is I've, I've always coached. I did it for a living. And even when I didn't do it for a profession, I continued to do it. Manassas was close to where I opened my business. And uh, that's that's kind of how I got there. Now, the movie is not them. The movie is your seven. What I found when I got to Manassas was 17 kids on a football team uh, whose previous 10 years record was four wins and 95 losses. Wow. 
And seven years later, we uh, we had 75 kids on the team, and our last two years record was 18 and two. And so the movie is about how we came from one place to get to that place. Absolutely. So, uh, Coach Courtney, when you uh, took this opportunity to coach football, as you alluded to, that was in your background, and obviously you you loved coaching. Uh, was your goal to uh, turn this into a winning football team, and then you saw kids who were enduring a lot of, say, what you endured as a youth, or did you, or were you just using as a football as a vehicle to maybe uh, have an impact on these kids, Coach Courtney? Well, I mean, honestly, you got to understand that you're up in Minnesota, right? Yes, sir. You don't know the demographics of North Memphis. Um, In seven years, there was one white student and three Hispanic students at Manassas. Okay. Um, The rest were all black, and I'm a white guy. Right. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, and so, you know, the question I get all the time is, how does a white guy go into a place like that and be successful? You know, how are you accepted? Blah, blah, blah. And the reality is, um, when you're a young strapping man, and here we are, Father's Day weekend, but you're a 14, 15, 16, 18-year-old kid, and you've got this bravado that you need to carry yourself with, especially when you come up in some of the tougher areas of the world. Um, When your father's not around, if your father dies, which is a terrible thing, Mm -hmm. that's awful. Right. Okay. And that causes problems. If your mother and father get divorced, that's, that's hard. And I, and I get that. But when both parents are still involved that, but a, a young man who grows up, with a living, breathing father who simply chooses not to have anything to do with you, as a young man, you start to wonder what's wrong with you. Right. You start to you you start to assume that, you know, hey, something must be wrong with me if my own father wants to have nothing to do with me when he's perfectly able. Right. And and what that leads to is trauma, at least insecurities. It leads to stuff that lasted me until I was 45 years old. Um, Here I was with a woman I was still am in love with, married to 33 years, have four beautiful, well-adjusted kids. And even up until 45, 46 years old, every time Father's Day rolled around, I was miserable Mm. because it brought back so much pain, so much misunderstanding, oddly guilt, insecurities. Um, And so... Fast forward to Manassas, um, just because I didn't look like the kids at Manassas doesn't mean I didn't come from where they came from in some way and that I didn't understand the insecurities and the pain they were dealing with as a result of much of their fatherlessness. And so even though people from the outside would see a white business owner and a bunch of black urban kids from the hood and say, what in the world do they have in common the truth is one of the dangers we've kind of crept into in our society is we see somebody and immediately think we can sum up what category or group they belong to but in in my case and in my kids case of Manassas um, those were inaccuracies and when we broke down those inaccuracies and just worked together amazing things happened so is it just a question of you uh, conveying your personal story right at the outset to maybe kind of break down those barriers? I mean, I guess if there were initial barriers, uh, was that kind of your uh, tactic, uh, Coach Courtney, to kind of get through to them? No, I mean, not really, not initially. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of learning that goes on when you get out of your comfort zone and you, and you mix cultures, you know? And oh, yeah. so at first it was just, we're going to coach football and we're going to talk about character and commitment, and integrity, and all the valuable tenets that serve you well after the, the days of playing are over. And then as we start, as, as we started having a little bit of success on the field and as the kids started to commit more and more to the tenets that I wanted them to, to try to institute in their life, then we got to trust each other a little bit. Once you start not seeing each other as different, but as right. just human beings, and you start trusting each other, then you start having conversations about the stuff that matters. And it doesn't mean that you're not different. Right. We can have civil, non-threatening conversations about the differences we have and do them in a way that leads to growth. And so that happened. And so 
over the course of that first couple, three years, I learned them. They learned me. They served themselves. I served them. They served me. We grew together and we took a team that was only 17 kids with four wins in 10 years to one of the best programs in the state as a result of the work that those kids did, maybe considering a, a different way to approach life and allowing me to, um, to, uh, to have some measure of change on them. And then, then, of course, they had an enormous amount of change on me. Amazing story. Uh, we, again, we're joined by uh, Coach Bill Courtney talking about his uh, tenure as head football coach at uh, Manassas High School in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, coach Courtney, uh, we need to take a quick break. Any chance you can hold with us uh, for one more segment? Yeah, absolutely, because I want to tell you what we're doing now. Absolutely. We look forward to that. Coach Bill Courtney coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Me, Brad Carlson, in for Mitch Berg on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Westwood Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. Looking for a new way to give back to your community, learn new skills, and make a real difference? Consider volunteering with your local fire department. The majority of U.S. firefighters and emergency responders are volunteers, answering the call when their community needs them. Be part of a dedicated team of volunteers who step up and protect their community from all types of hazards. You can be the difference. There's no typical firefighter. Anyone can volunteer to serve their community. Volunteering as a first responder is really about having the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. Aside from helping your community and being there for those in need, being a member of the Volunteer Fire Service provides many benefits, including an opportunity to learn new skills and join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Your community needs you. Will you answer the call? Learn more and find a local volunteer opportunity at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. With the new radical Minnesota legislation permitting abortion at any stage of pregnancy, your help with Robbinsdale Women's Center is needed more than ever. While the abortion industry stands ready to profit from a woman's unplanned pregnancy, Robbinsdale Women's Center is the first step in educating women on the truth about all their options. Through RWC, women will receive services and resources to make an informed decision. These resources include medical services like ultrasounds, other education and parenting classes. They'll learn more about the beautiful baby growing inside. Sadly, 80% of RWC's patients are seeking an abortion when they first visit. After seeing their baby on an ultrasound and hearing unbiased information on all their choices, 8 in 10 women planning to terminate the pregnancy change their mind. Robbinsdale Women's Center is 100% donor funded. Please help RWC provide life-affirming options for women. Visit rwcinfo.org. A sustaining gift of $44 a month helps save a baby, but make any donation you can. rwcinfo.org. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson, filling in for the headliner, Mitch Berg, on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. But fear not, Mitch will be in for me tomorrow from 1 to 3. Again, we are just fascinated by hearing the background and the story of Coach Bill Courtney talking about his time taking a high school football team that had was a perennial loser for a number of years and turning them into a winning football program, all and appealing to the kids of this uh, uh, 
basically talking about uh, football doesn't necessarily uh, build character, as Coach Courtney says, but it reveals your character. And uh, Coach Courtney, just a regular guy uh, appealing to these kids, a wonderful story documented in the documentary Undefeated. Oh, go check it out if you have yet to do so. Uh, Coach Courtney, people hearing your story, hearing your background, saying, well, this is a uh, regular guy who uh, was able to reach out to these kids, and as a result, some extraordinary things happened. It's kind of a nice segue into your latest project where uh, you're looking to motivate and inspire our regular folks to be able to uh, take on some extraordinary opportunities. Why don't you uh, talk about the latest endeavor? Well, it, it kind of started weird. Um, first of all, when I after the Academy Awards, which, you know, how do you win an Academy Award coaching football? I have no idea. And I, you know, I own a lumber company. I'm from Memphis, and I coach football, right? Right, yeah. So I thought 20 minutes in fame, I'm going to head back to Memphis and be me. And little did I know it was speaking engagements and press and all that. And, you know, ended up on the speaking thing, doing places like Nike and the Olympics. And then I wrote a book. Uh, and the books more so the last eight years has just been all these kind of cool opportunities which you know talk about some things that matter and I was being interviewed um, about a year and a half ago and I said that you know I'd pretty much had it at that point with the press and the politics and I said you know, there's this place in every major city in the United States when you drive by, you just don't want to have a flat tire. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, this is not where my car breaks down. And as you pass by and you look down and you see the poverty and the despair and the disenfranchisement, you think to yourself, you know, somebody ought to do something about all that one day, kind of as if that sentiment matters. And my suggestion is we kick that rearview mirror about 15 degrees to the left. And look ourselves in the eyes. Right. Um, you know, government has proven woefully inadequate. Mm-hmm. A bunch of fancy people on CNN and Fox using big words nobody ever really uses aren't fixing anything. Right. And I just think if we're really going to break the proverbial chains and we're actually going to fix what really ails us in this country, it's just going to take you and me. It's going to take an army of normal folks. So. I went on about that in that interview. They called me back and said, hey, we think we want to start a show and a movement. We want you to host it. It's going to be a podcast, and we want you to go around the country and not interview politicians and not interview A-listers and not interview, you know, the famous, but interview normal people who have normal problems, money problems, relation problems, problems with kids, whatever. All of us are normal, have those issues who do extraordinary things in their community, not because they're dangerous because they're so great, but despite the things that they have to overcome, just normal people. And so we started doing it. And uh, last Tuesday, we released our first episode. In the middle of this, iHeart heard about it, and they picked us up and are distributing it. And so we've got this podcast called An Army of Normal Folks, telling what we hope are interesting stories that'll make you cry and laugh and smile it's well produced and all of that but most importantly redemptive stories that hopefully will inspire guys like you and me and the normal people listening to us right now to see a place of need in their communities and fill it understanding that government and the media class aren't doing anything for anybody except dividing us and you know i i Humbly, and I say this because we've got great guests and, and great production, everything, but uh, in only 10 days, we're in the top 15 podcasts in the world. Wow. Um, and I, I think that speaks to the fact that people still, they don't want perfect little stories wrapped in a bow, but they still want to hear inspirational, redemptive stuff. And by and large, we want to quit being divided and start rallying around something we can all rally around. And I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, male, female, Christian, Jewish, agnostic, Muslim, left, right. I don't care what you are. There's one thing we can all gather around and rally around and celebrate. And that's when any of us do something good for our common man and our community to elevate our society. And that's what we're trying to talk about. And that's what we're trying to create a movement around 
called an army of normal folks. Yeah, absolutely. And folks, if you want to check that out, uh, normalfolks.us is the website. It's a link to the podcast and as well as an introductory YouTube video talking about it. Uh, I guess, Bill Courtney, if if uh, people listen to these uh, stories, uplifting stories, and yeah, you know, folks love to be inspired, but there's also going to be, I would, I would dare say, a good number of people who listen to these and say, you know, what am I doing? What can I do to better my community? What can I do to help those who are disenfranchised that may not be in my community, you know, kind of stretch my comfort zone? And as you alluded to, go into those areas where uh, people don't want to get a flat tire as they're, as they're driving through it. So if folks were to say, hey, I, I would love to do something, I just don't know what to do or how to get started. I mean, what kind of insight or what kind of advice would you give to folks who might convey that sentiment? It's a great question. It's poignant and it's profound because of this. For 10 years, I've done Q&As and speeches and everything, and I've been asked a thousand different questions, but, you know, they they pretty much after a while get repetitive. Mm -hmm. And so you form ideas on questions, and I've formed good answers that I think are honest answers to every question I've been asked except the one you just asked, which Mm -hmm. is after the Academy Awards and everything else, I get asked all the time, I love what you're doing. I have this talent. I have that talent. I have this ability. I'd love to help, but how do I start? And the honest truth is I've never really had a good answer for that other than just go because, but that's not really good because I get people's inhibitions. I get people's insecurities. I get people's fears. I get people's uneasiness and I've never really had a good answer until now. And My answer now is an army of normal folks, and here's why. Every single guest gives their personal contact information. Mm. All of my producers and I give our personal contact information. If you listen long enough to this diverse group of people with a diverse group of skill sets doing amazingly different, diverse things in the communities, eventually you're going to hear a story about something that you know you can do and have a passion for and see a need in your community. And if you think, well, how do I do it? Here's how. Call us. Call the guest. Call us. We'll walk you through what we've done. And in doing this, we hope to build a community, an army of normal folks who are all doing extraordinary things that the press and the political class will never tell you about. Right. But we don't need them. We'll build a community, an army of normal folks ourselves, where we can rely on each other to help guide, encourage, and inspire one another to just exact some measure change in your little corner of the world. And if we literally had thousands and thousands of people doing that connected through an army of normal folks, we literally could change this country. So that's the idea. Yeah. And I really appreciate, uh, uh, again, your, your continued uh, allusion to uh, not only uh, our, our government officials, but also uh, television, particularly uh, these uh, media conglomerates, because yeah, let's be honest. Uh, you you know you you referenced uh, Fox News and CNN. These stations exist, and it's very lucrative to keep people angry and divided, and that is not productive at all for having a peaceful society. And, and when I think about this, Bill Courtney, I mean, obviously, as a, as you mentioned, I'm up here in Minnesota, and uh, it was a little over three years ago. We were kind of the epicenter of the unrest with all of these social justice protests, and obviously here in Minneapolis, it got really out of hand with the firebombing of storefronts and and uh, riots and, and whatever else. And literally the next day when the sun came up, you had people of all different backgrounds, classes, political stripes, whatever, just coming together and helping to clean up these neighborhoods. They weren't asking questions. They weren't asking, hey, are you, do you live here? Are you welcome here? They just went ahead and did and didn't listen to all of the different perspectives that probably took place on these riots. So to your point... If people just meet each other on the ground and just ignore all of the noise that's taking place, whether it's via social media or uh, television media, what have you, it's amazing what what can happen. And I can't thank you enough for for sharing these stories. Very uplifting, Bill Courtney. I, I really appreciate it. That example you just came up with, I remember seeing that and I remember thinking, I get the news has to cover what's going on, mm-hmm. but why aren't we... Why aren't we exalting this story about all these people walking around with brooms and bags, yep. cleaning up the mess, not because they're told to, but because they want to take care of the community? It's a beautiful example. There are thousands of those people in our country. We intend to tell you about them. 
And, and you know, the, the best way you can help us is subscribe. Go to normalfolks.us, go on Apple or Spotify, subscribe, join, go to, uh, go to our website, join up, and, and just maybe we can create a community of people that are like-minded despite our differences that can rally around this one thing. And guys like you allowing me some airtime to share the story is really helpful. So I appreciate you having me. Oh, absolutely. Again, once we are joined by uh, Coach Bill Courtney, again, uh, his story, the subject of the documentary Undefeated, which came out in about 2011. I'm sure you can find it on many of the streaming podcasts. And again, uh, didn't just leave it there, still moving forward and looking for ways to to better his community, better his country, I dare say. And again, the website normalfolks.us is where you can go, kind of your one-stop shop for all the background on this uh, particular podcast. I definitely look forward to checking it out. Uh, Coach Courtney, again, thank you so much for your time uh, this afternoon. Uh, Happy Father's Day to you, sir. I know you have, uh, as you alluded to, four kids at home, so hopefully uh, you are celebrated accordingly, and uh, we appreciate you uh, sharing your story, your background with us, and uh, best of luck going forward in all these endeavors. We appreciate it. Thanks to you, too. Happy Father's Day to everybody. God bless. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson, filling in for the headliner, Mitch Berg, back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. From Elk River to the Congo River and Cannon Falls to Niagara Falls, we go where you go. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Be advised, Master Pool and Spa is having a special Father's Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised, Master Pool and Spa is having a special Father's Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised, Master Pool and Spa is having a special Father's Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Our factories have demanded we sell 100 hot tubs and swim spas this week. Huge factory incentives, factory rebates. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Hot tubs starting at $2,999. Free delivery. Just relax and enjoy. 394 in Louisiana, St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Master Pool and Spa. Sale ends this Sunday. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you. And without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years. And it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I received every night about the most important issues to read about. Pregatopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pregatopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager, Pregatopia Unlimited. Go to Pregatopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Here you it here. It is critical. We keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinion. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eight of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Sands the headliner Mitch Berg away on assignment. I'll talk about that in a little bit. 
Carlson. It's me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch today. Fear not, Mitch will be in for me tomorrow from 1 to 3. And don't forget to check out all of our Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. Following this show immediately at uh, 3 o'clock is Jack Tomzak, the new guy. When I say new guy, it's two years. Uh, <laughs> but he is technically the new guy of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Check out his show every Saturday, the Jack Tomzak Show, from 3 to 5. Again, right here on these airwaves. And our friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Biz. It's the King Banyan Show every Saturday, 9 to 11 a.m. Probably your most informative show on economics in the entire country. Yeah, I said the entire country. I'm willing to stand by that statement. And, of course, it's me, Brad Carlson, closing out weekends, Sundays, 1 to 3. But tomorrow, uh, Mitch will be on for me, 1 to 3. He is away on assignment I know he's been promoting his gig tonight. Uh, you know, Elephant in the Room, um, Elephant in the Room, terrific cover band. Uh, I've gone out and seen seen them many a times. They are going to be performing at the Backing the Blues Street Dance. Now, this is going to be taking place outside Chester Bird American Legion Post five twenty three. The specific address is two hundred Lilac Drive in Golden Valley. But again, just do a Google search for Chester Bird American Legion Post. In Golden Valley and, you know, just activate your GPS and it'll bring you right there. It starts at 5 p.m., goes to about dusk. I believe the band is going to be starting performing at 630, but it sounds like a great event all around. So don't just go there for the band. Go there for all of the festivities. Uh, This is a street dance that's going to be recognizing first responders and raising money for the Hennepin County Sheriff Foundation Law Enforcement Scholarship Fund. So uh, as we know, law enforcement certainly has gotten a bad rap, and uh, obviously the federal report that came out this past week on the uh, the goings-on at the Minneapolis Police Department certainly does not help uh, the cause, to be sure. But there are those who are very passionate about law enforcement being a first responder, and if there is any way that a path could be created to help out, i.e. via scholarship fund, uh, getting into law enforcement, this particular endeavor is going to help raise money for that. So go to chesterbird.org, and you will find out more information, uh, again, where the street dance is, uh, when it's taking place, and and all of that. Now, it's a cash-only event, so make sure to uh, stop at the bank on your way to the the Legion, okay? Uh, But it's going to have a barbecue competition, family-friendly activities, raffles, and again, as we alluded to, live music from Elephant in the Room, Dancing, fireworks, so much more. Uh, who who doesn't love a good old-fashioned street dance, huh? And given all that we endured during COVID uh, in the previous few summers, you know, obviously nothing was going on in 2020. 2021, people still were a little hesitant to kind of stick a toe in the proverbial water of a social life. 2022, things seemed to get back to normal, but, you know, there were some things, some uh, events still hesitant to really all dive back in. This sounds like we're diving in full bore, okay, with this uh, particular street dance. So uh, get out, enjoy yourselves. Wish I could make it there. Unfortunately, I have uh, other plans uh, immediately after the show today, so I'm not going to be able to get out there. More is the pity, but uh, definitely check it out. And again, uh, be sure to barrage Mitch with a bunch of phone calls tomorrow because, you know, this gets to be a long day. You know, getting the gear packed up, going out to a gig, getting it set up, performing, and then Mitch's probably going to enjoy himself a little bit, socializing among the crowd. And then he's got to do a show uh, tomorrow afternoon at 1. So be sure to barrage him with a lot of phone calls to kind of keep him awake, in addition to uh, to the coffee that he is uh, probably going to be downing. So uh, anyways, I, again, appreciate the appearance, the uh, previous two segments from uh, Coach Bill Courtney uh, for those of you who may have missed it, go to normalfolks.us. Uh, we're basically, this is an endeavor that they're taking on uh, a podcast series where it's regular folks sharing inspirational stories of what they're doing to make an impact in their respective communities. I mean, isn't that really what it's all about, is going out there, rolling up your sleeves and doing it yourself? I mean, government officials, I don't care what party you are. They like to go out there and campaign and talk about, if you elect me, this is what I'll do for you. I'll fight for you. And it reminds me of that Prager University video that Adam Carolla did a few years ago where he says, you know, don't you love these politicians? I'll fight for you. Well, that person's full of crap because they don't even know who you are. You know, it was a great video of the Prager U series. 
But Adam Adam Carolla is exactly right. Uh, doesn't matter who's going to be elected president. Doesn't matter who's going to be elected to a member of Congress. No one is coming to save you. And the, the sooner we get that out of our minds, I think the better we are moving forward as a society. And what you can do to maybe you know just give people a leg up. No one is telling you to to go in and be a lifesaver to folks. Not at all. I mean, the way Coach Courtney has always told his story is he was willing to open a door, you know, starting with you know, the football team at Manassas High School in Memphis. He was willing to open a door and say, hey, if you're willing to walk through this door and, you know, do a few things on the other side of this door, the better life can be. But if you don't even just walk through it, uh, you know, you're going to continue to be stuck in this rut. And that's really what uh, this podcast series, I'm looking forward to it, by the way, really talks about is how, hey, I was just a regular person working my job, raising my family, going on vacation a couple times a year with my family. And I realize that not everybody gets to do that. It gets to have that. And so what can I do to, to give some some people hope? You know, and, and, and where my wife and I attend church, you know, our church is very big at missionary outreach and funding missionaries that go literally across the world where the gospel of Jesus Christ has never even been mentioned. And that's great, but we also serve our community. Our church is in uh, in Fridley, Spring Lake Park kind of area. Um, the area's kind of gone downhill over the past decade or two. So there are people hurting in that community. And so we as a church, this big building that stands out up in, off University Avenue near Northtown, you know, what are we doing? We're doing a lot of things throughout the world, but what are we doing within our communities? You know, and this kind of same spirit is embodied in normalfolks.us. Obviously, uh, you know, uh, getting to know Bill Courtney's background, he is a man of faith, a man of God. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ is his Savior. But this this goes, uh, and this doesn't necessarily eschew one's faith, but rather it just shows you, hey, use the gifts that you've been blessed with and bless other people. So I'm very much looking forward to this. Again, normalfolks.us, kind of your one-stop shop to where you can link to the podcast, find an introductory video. Uh, it's great. I'm going to uh, definitely add that to my podcast list. I mean, this genre of podcasts. There's so many that people listen to. Uh, this is definitely one to add to the list. That is for certain. So, folks, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments. It's me, Brad Carlson, and AM 1280 The Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network filling in for Mitch Berg on the headliner edition of the Narn. And we will be back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the Closing time. Have you filed for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. We understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. Operators are standing by to help you. 800-296-1553. 800-296-1553. That's 800-296-1553. I remember when we found out we were expecting you, and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. 
There are no words to describe it. The isolation. The boredom. The loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.